0: Call is from Channing Lacey an inmate at a federal prison are they still bringing new women into the prison now? have been there are, they, there are they there been 13 recently? there are 13 people upstairs on the top floor in our unit who came recently? yeah they came when we were all sick every other prison got it way before we did I don't know their, their planning for it was fucking didn't really go so good Somebody told me today that this is the second worst prison when it comes to the COVID. This happened, I want to say, like maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago. They brought a bus in and they put them in the basement. 20 people, I think out of like 27, were sick with the COVID. You said they put them next to you and some people were above them. Does that share the same ventilation or how do you think it spread? We do share the same ventilation, because, like, I can hear them talking in my vet, but it's, like, recycled or some shit. When did you find out that you you got it? I just started feeling weird. Like, my chest kind of felt, like, a little bit itchy, but I didn't get that sick. I got a headache, and I got, like, really weak. I was trying to work out, and I, and I couldn't really work out, so I knew something was wrong, so I told them. I said, okay, I think I might need to be tested. My name is Channing Ray Lacy, and I'm in SCI Wasika. It's a federal correctional institution in Wasika, Minnesota. What was it like at the start of the pandemic? I don't think any of us took it really serious. None of it hit home. We saw it on the news, but we're like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. How did they how did they handle it in those first cases? Uh, the prison handled it very good in the beginning. They locked us down right away. They took our visiting right away. It's kind of just like waiting. So they have an outside door where they would lead inmates to, like if we were sick, they would lead us out to medical. So we didn't come in contact with other inmates. When they brought the bus in, a guard happened to walk one of the inmates straight through our walkway. When the bus came and we knew they were putting them in our unit, everybody got real upset. Then we found out two of them were sick and everybody just started freaking out. They started calling their families. They started calling their lawyers. People in my range started getting like sinus problems. A couple of them, you could just hear that they were sick. They had a cough. They were stuffed up. They had a headache and they came up to me and they're like, we think we're sick. I knew I was going to get it because just living in the close quarters, one of my bunkies had it. A couple days later, we were all sick. Like 15 of us had it. So they cleared out the basement and then they started putting the sick people in the basement. So right now I'm in the basement. I've been down here for 10 days now, but there's a couple girls that have been down here for like 18. They've been given girls like steroids you know, can't breathe. They've been doing nebulized treatment. There is one point when one girl, she was shitting and throwing up, you know, at the same time, uh, a couple girls couldn't breathe. One girl, she kept having asthma attacks. You know, a lot of the girls lost, like, their smell and their taste. I'm pissed about it. I mean, we all are. I think they think because a lot of us have it and we can't get reinfected for 90 days but they closed down half of our units. Like, we're still piled on top of each other. There's four people and three people to a room, and they're supposed to be bringing another bus next week. None of it makes sense to me. Hello? Hey, Channing. Hey, Keegan. How are you doing? Okay, so all but eight people in my unit got it. One of the girls went to the hospital. She was on a ventilator. She was in a uh, fentanyl paralytic induced coma for a week. She had like a 1% chance of living. She pulled out of it. She's back here now. She can barely talk. She can barely breathe. She should probably be in the hospital. And uh, like I've noticed like a lot of the girls are getting sicker. I have a friend downstairs Her hair's starting to fall out. She's, you know, getting chest pain. There's another one who seems like she's uh, regressing. You know, and then there's the one that went to the hospital. They're kind of just throwing an inhaler at them and giving them a steroid shot. Some of these people, they got them on three different types of inhalers and they still can't breathe. I know some of the girls that are really sick, they're putting in sick calls and they're not responding to their sick calls. And it's taking guards or it's taking us having to really fight with them to get their attention and say, hey, this chick cannot breathe. You guys brought this shit into this prison and then you're just gonna ignore it pretty much. A lot of the girls are calling their attorneys. There's this place they're trying to write, UCLA or whatever, place that suits prisons. The warden and the captain was saying that they came through twice a a day, you know, to talk to us. I didn't see them one time. I mean, I get it. They don't want to take this shit home to their family, but at the same time, we have families out there. There's another lady, she's my bunkie. She only has a year and she's 69 years old. You got somebody who has a year and you bring her to a prison that's disinfested and she's 69 years old? Like, that's so fucked up to me. She's Vietnamese, she doesn't speak very good English. And I'm trying to explain to her, because she kept asking me, she's like, well, you know, there's no COVID here. And I said, no, we all had to COVID. I pulled up the the BOP has a, a, a page, like a dashboard on the internet where it shows active cases. It says that Wasika is the has the second most active infections behind a a prison in Texas. It says 219 uh, active cases and 211 recovered. That's almost 75% of our prison. So you're you're saying the recovered aren't recovered? Some of these girls in here that they consider recovered are not recovered. It's like they are sick. You know what I mean? They can't breathe. Their voice is gone. They're winded. I mean, some of these girls, I look at them and I'm telling you, they look like death. Like it's scary to me. I'm starting to kind of feel a little bit shitty again. I'm getting a headache. Kind of the exact same way I felt before. Keegan Hamilton, the host of Painkiller, reported this story. Channing was actually in a couple episodes of Painkiller. We followed up with the Federal Bureau of Prisons and the warden of Channing's prison in Wasika. A BOP spokesperson didn't respond to our questions about the busloads of sick prisoners that Channing said showed up at her prison. But they did say that sick prisoners are housed in a separate area from the people who are healthy and that that area has its own ventilation system. The BOP spokesperson said that they're doing everything possible to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 at their facilities, but that they can't refuse to take in new prisoners. But we also spoke to a staff member at Channing's prison who said that what Channing said lined up with what they'd seen. He said that the whole outbreak could have been prevented. He told us that bringing in busloads of sick prisoners was a mistake by the people in charge. The term he used was screw up. It's real crazy in here, but I'm trying just to stay positive, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm doing yoga, I'm meditating, I'm trying to help girls, like, just through it, you know? Because it sucks, it's scary.